It is Saturday, October the 21st, 2023. You are listening to Wes and Shelley Share, episode 22, Grandparent Memories. Where are we today, Shelley? Well, today we have ventured over to our favorite hiking club, um, and Springs Close. Today they're having a big shrimp and crawfish boil um, fundraiser, but we parked and then headed the other direction. We actually walked on a horse trail today. So Wes and I have come up a different way. We've been to this area called the Dairy Barn uh, before for the summer concert series, uh, but we've never loved. It was my favorite part (laughs) of the whole summer. So, um, but this is where a lot of the people keep their horses here. And so we kind of walked up from the, the main part, um, Lake Hagler entrance where we usually park. So we avoided the crowds today. We had a nice little picnic and we are looking out now over the horses. It's beautiful. It's a great evening. I think this may be the first one we've recorded on a Saturday, but it's such a beautiful place. So I thought, hey, we could record our podcast. And we have thought, we take notes kind of off and on about things that we could talk about. And we mentioned that it would probably be fun to talk about memories with our grandparents. Because um, among a few other people that we know about, um, we're pretty sure our daughters are listening. So... um, Actually, though, I want to talk about the history of this place a little bit before we talk about grandparent memories. So there's a couple cabins here, and the one that we just had a lovely charcuterie board picnic, which was like a $10 thing at Costco, but it was actually decent, was the um, cabin that the grandfather of Billy Graham grew up in. And it was located in another place and moved... Three miles from here. Yeah, it was moved to this location. Uh, but it was built in the late 1700s, and people lived in it for 200 years. So it's like two stories. So that's really cool. And then there's another cabin just right behind us, and it was built in the very early 1800s. And um, there was some Civil War history because the son um, left for the, Civil, left for the War. Civil War and walked back. And we're right Hi. by this road, which was like the Great Philadelphia Road and... What was the other name for it? The Great Ford, Great Nations Road, Nation yeah. Road, something? Nation Ford Road. Anyway, so the, it was the road that went all the way up from the Carolinas to the the Northeast, up to up to Philadelphia, and there was a canal in South Carolina that we went to. Gosh, when was that? Last spring, maybe. Mm-hmm. And Catawba River. Yeah, on the Catawba River, and it was it's the same road. But anyway, that is that is cool. It's is it almost um, Virginia. No. Well, I mean, it's from here all the way up to Philadelphia. Yeah, it's called the Philadelphia Road, Great Wagon Road. So anyway, kind of cool to have that history around and uh, just, you know, not, there are, there are lots of traces of history, but not as much history that's that old. So anyway, reminded me of the Ranching Heritage Museum and Shelley worked there. For a while, and they had all kinds of houses that were from all over different parts of Texas that they were preserving. So let's talk about grandparents. What do you remember about your grandparents? Well, the the main grandparents that I really remember, um, who I visited, um, were my mother's parents. So my grandmother's name was Lucille. 
Her maiden name was Sigafus, um, and then she married my grandfather, Kenneth, so Kenneth Lovell, and so we had Lucille and Kenneth Lovell. Um, I should have probably studied a little bit, but when I knew them, they lived in Dalhart, Texas, and that's where my mother and my father both grew up. Um, they went to high school together, but they never dated in high school. They didn't date until after they were in college at West Texas State University. Um my grandfather, Kenneth, um, worked at the bank. His father was um, a doctor and was a doctor in Dalhart during the Dust Bowl era. And there were only two doctors in town. And so um, he worked out of his house. Um, and then later, my um, my grandmother and my grandfather were lived there as well. Um, he died, Kenneth died when I was in third grade. And one of the main things I remember about my grandparents when he was still alive was visiting them with my sister, Jenna. Mom and dad must have been on a trip. I'm not too sure why we were at our grandparents. But I remember there was a tornado and um, I, it was probably a tornado warning. I mean, I'm sure things then weren't as scientific as they are now but all I remember is we all jumped in the car and went out to the lake to see if we could see it what? <laughs> yeah um so anyway we loved going out to the lake and there was a great playground there and um so I I that's what I remember about my grandfather not a whole lot um I do remember later um, after my grandfather died, visiting my grandmother several times. I would ride the bus from Lubbock, Texas, oh, wow. all the way to Dalhart. We would stop in Amarillo. Usually my aunt would come and um, meet me and whatever, and then I would go on from there. Um, and I love visiting my grandmother. Um, she taught me to sew, and that was lovely. My my mother, my grandmother was a, a wonderful seamstress and made all of my uh, mother's and my aunt's clothes, and they were just perfect. I mean, mother said a lot of her friends were always really jealous because they would have the clothes at the latest styles and everything because my grandmother could copy any pattern and, and make it. Um, so I remember that. I remember, um, going to my grandmother's house. It always smelled like roast. seems like when we would go to visit, grandmother would always have a roast. Um, I can remember angel food cake with strawberry icing. That was her signature cake and um, and she always had big red phantom like big red soda um strawberry soda uh, and so those are the the little things i remember we would always stay in the front room and um there were toys from when my mother um was little and we would enjoy playing with those she had a big porch and we would sit outside and play on the big front porch it was concrete and um we'd play jacks and jump rope and um so and that was always fun too. Um, I my I remember my dad. Um, we talked about his mother. She died when I was six months old, so I don't remember anything about her. But I do remember visiting my great grandmother um, some um, several times, and I remember going to her funeral. I'm not too sure when she passed away, but I do remember going to her funeral and visiting some of my dad's side of the family. We didn't, we didn't, um, have a lot. We didn't get together with my dad's side of family very often, or I don't really know much about them at all. Um, but 
Dalhart has definitely some very fond memories for me. So what about your grandparents, Wes? What do you remember from your grandparents? Well, the, the most memories I have are with mom's parents, Richard and Trudy Henley. Gertrude Henley was her uh, full name, and then Trudy is what she was known by, and my sister is named for her. Um, we, I was born in Phoenix, Arizona in 1970. Um, we moved to Alabama shortly after that, but my, my, um, dad's dad, granddad Fryer actually passed away rather dramatically on the golf course when I was like two months old. So they had come down from Powell, Wyoming, where my dad grew up to see, and I was the first Fryer grandson. So dad's sister, Aunt Marge, who's still with us at 92, uh, doing great. Um, you know, she's a wilder. And so anyway, interesting how I was the first, I was, anyway, I was the first male, you know, friar. Um, and dad actually gave CPR, try, you know, attempted to resuscitate his dad on the golf course. So that was very traumatic. One of the things this makes me think of though, is we need to do an interview like this with dad over, um, Christmas to get him to to share what he remembers about his grandparents because it's it's like how many generations back can you touch right so dad's mother maybe both of them I know for sure his mother was born in 1903 because that's one of those things that's repeated a lot because the Wright brothers flew in 03 and and she lived until I want to say 91 or 92 um, I do remember vaguely being at dad's house which is like 802 Rumsey in Powell Wyoming and that small, and I think they had a basement and like he had some, he had like a, what was it? It was like a, it was a metal truck, but it was like, I think it had said pie on the edge of it. Anyway, it was some of his toys that I got. There's big lilacs, I guess, that were, you know, planted when dad was little. They're huge now. Um, but Graham, which is what we called his mother, his mother went by Tittle. She uh, came to live with us for a little bit. So there was a, a period of time, I think maybe when that was, we were in, I don't remember if we were in Texas or if we were in Alabama. We moved to, we moved to Lubbock, Texas, uh, after Alabama, coincidentally, cause dad was in the air force and Reese air force base was there. But, um, I remember she painted, I wonder if we still have that. She painted a dog. There was this ceramic dog, um, because anyway, she was she had some depression and and as she was recovering and things like that, lived with us. And I remember when she moved back. So there's a place in Powell called the Rocky Mountain Manor, and I remember promising her that I would write to her, and I did, and I wrote her letters, and she wrote back. And this reminds me that we have a small tape, which is a reel-to-reel tape that she recorded, I think, and dad too, in like 1972 or something like that. And when we were in Oklahoma, I tried to go to a vintage technology place and, you know, get a, a player to play it back and couldn't get it. So anyway, I need to chase that down here in Charlotte to convert it because it wouldn't it be so amazing? Because I don't think dad has any audio recordings at all of his mother or, or Marge for that matter. And so and one of the things that's interesting about that is you have to figure out what speed to play it at, you know, whether that, that sounds correct. So anyway, it's, that's in a box in our office right now that we need to get. So 
I remember riding to Graham. I remember visiting Rocky Mountain Manor. I have vivid memories of that. I also remember her funeral. But see, it's also through photos. And that's a weird thing about memories is like, do you remember it or do you remember pictures? Because we took a whole bunch of pictures um, at, you know, the cemetery. But it was... It was very special. What, two or three, was it three years ago when we had the South Dakota family reunion? The Friar side of the family gets together <clears throat> every three years. And uh, this summer we'll be together in Minnesota. But anyway, we were in South Dakota and we got to go to Powell. And so going with dad and Rachel and Sarah, um, and we visited the, the, the um, you know, gravestone of his parents and, and found that and, and visiting their and also visiting his house and his high school and, you know, seeing that kind of thing. So those are some memories that, that I have. Um, did your did your grandparents ever come for holidays or do you have any holiday memories relating to grandparents? Yeah, um, they came pretty often for Christmas. Um, and we usually went to Amarillo to my aunt's house for Thanksgiving. Um, but grandmother and granddaddy would come for Christmas. And then later, um, grandmother would come for Christmas with Aunt Kay and Fanchon and Landon. Um, and we have several of those visits. Um, I don't think we ever went to Dalhart for Christmas. It was mostly in our house. Um, and that was always fun. That was fun. Um, I can remember, this is funny. I don't know when it was, but there was a place in Lubbock, a pizza place called Shakey's Pizza. And it was before you know, pizza was a big thing and you could order it fast and quick. But anyway, Shakey's Pizza, and we used to love to go there. And they had a blind piano player and he was fantastic. And we could stand and we could watch um, them making pizzas. And it was kind of a laid back kind of place. Um, But I think I can remember my dad getting a pitcher of beer and I can remember seeing my grandmother drink a beer and I was just shocked, you know. And then Sarah loves to tell this story. I think this is a Sarah story. But I can remember one time I was sick. My mother um, and father were both school teachers. So my grandmother came to take care of me. And and I can remember one time she put wine in my Coke. I think she was trying to get me to go to sleep. Um, But I don't know why she did that. It was like during the day. Who knows? But I remember my grandmother, um, something we used to love to have for breakfast was cinnamon toast. And mother would make a cinnamon toast. And my grandmother was trying to make a cinnamon toast, but she didn't get it right. Because she forgot to put the sugar on it. Because (laughs) you had to, you know, and it was made in the oven. You couldn't make it in the toaster. So mother would put butter on it and sugar and then just to sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon on it. But I can remember my grandmother made it and it didn't taste good because she forgot got the sugar part but anyway um those are those oh and um I still have my grandmother's um this is one thing I do have a couple things actually um I have my grandmother's recipe box um and it has um a lot of my mother's recipes and my mother's handwriting but it also has recipes of my grandmother and my um grandmother's handwriting and it's just a treasure it's it's lovely. Uh, my grandmother um, was a seamstress, and she would sew beautiful things. But she had a quilt topper, and I don't know. I think it's maybe her grandmother um, made it. It was just the topper, um, and it's beautiful. Um, and then when um, Adam and I got married, and um, his mother and dad were from Iowa, and we got to know John and Karen. 
And um, there were they lived in a community where there were a lot of Amish families. And so Karen took the quilt topper and had the Amish ladies by hand. It's all done stitched by hand. No sewing machines at all. And Karen had them go ahead and complete the quilt. Oh, wow. And um, so anyway, I have it in my grandmother's hope chest, which was then my mother's, which I now have. And so that's in the closet in um, Sarah's room right now. But, um, and it's gorgeous. Mother entered it one time into um, the antique contest at this, the um, local fair, and it got first place. And, I mean, it's over 100 years old. It, it's, I mean, it's, it's old. It is. It is. And it, it's an absolutely beautiful quilt. Um, I did have it out on a bed folded up um for a little while but it's it's one of those treasures where you don't want to ruin it but at the same time it's doing nobody any good um in a chest so mother had it in her bedroom hanging over a mirror but okay well hey let's go to halftime and then because you know some here from cook with Wes. let's do someday we may actually put in other ads we're not getting very many views. oh we're gonna have a funnel cake ad Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, we need to talk about fun guys. Okay, so when we come back, uh, Moose, get down. Moose just really wants to get on the bench here. Um, And it's going to get cold because the sun's going down. Um, Yeah, So, but i got to tell stories about Grammy and Granddaddy because Mom's parents, I didn't talk about them. So we'll do that and Funnel Cake. So stay right by that dial. We'll be right back. This episode of Wes and Shelley Shares is brought to you by Cook with Wes. Cook with Wes is my, Wes Fryer's, personal passion project, sharing lots of food photos, a few recipe videos, lots of barbecue and smoked meat adventures, and many other recipes from my indoor and outdoor kitchens. You can find all our family recipes on food.westfryer.com and follow Cook with Wes on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. If you're on Mastodon, and really, why not, since Twitter has become a bit of a dumpster fire, you can search for the hashtag CookWithWes to find my latest food shares there. Well, I did start a separate YouTube channel for CookWithWes, but I've continued to post most of my cooking videos on YouTube on my main channel. You can access the complete playlist at wfryer.me slash cook. Thanks for tuning in to Wes and Shelley Shares. I hope to see you on social media on one of the channels for Cook with Wes. All right, we're back. So I have many, many more memories of what my my grandparents on my mother's side, who I called Grammy and Granddaddy, than uh, Dad's parents. They were a little younger, I'm pretty sure. I think that they were born in the 19-teens. But I was able to live a number of years... Um, in Lubbock with Grammy. So when I graduated from the academy, I went to to Mexico and lived in Mexico City for a year and then got to choose my pilot training base and came to and chose Lubbock because that's where Grammy was. Granddaddy had died at that time. I think Granddaddy died when I was maybe in middle school. And so anyway, I had some wonderful, wonderful years with her and then she was not very happy about Shelley. Um, because Shelly was intruding on her grandson relationship. And so, but anyway, but Shelly won her heart in the end. And yeah, because I got worked, pregnant with her Yeah, that's grandson. right. Brought her great-grandchildren. And you worked in her flower beds and planted her iris, which I wish we still had some of those. 
Irish bulbs. Okay, so one of my lovely memories with my grandfather, because he's a very big hunter, was a bird hunter and a deer hunter, uh, was he gave me my first gun. He gave me a 410 shotgun, which was 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 Grammy's um, while she was would, would go. I don't think she really would go hunting a lot with him. But uh, I remember that was like about the only time I've ever shot skeet uh, at a skeet range. And anyway, he was teaching me how to, to shoot a shotgun. And then I, you know, ended up going hunting with dad. We just basically did dove and pheasant and quail bird hunting. I tried to go deer hunting with a neighbor. Um, maybe I can tell those stories sometime. Um, when I was like a senior in high school, but we never, we never even saw any, but, um, but that was really neat. And granddaddy was a ham radio operator. One of you mentioned putting something in your drink. So that reminded me of the margarita story with Grammy. So this is kind of a fun story we tell. Granddaddy was a, well, first off, they were both from Louisiana. So his family, and they still live down in Homa, which is in very far south uh, Louisiana, like really, really close. I think it's on the, on the Gulf, actually. And then Grammy um, grew up in Shreveport. Belcher, I think, was the name mm-hmm. of where she lived. We have a drawing of that home. I don't know where it is. Do you know where it is? Yes, I know it was where on. It was in the other house. No, no, it was here. It, it was on. Yeah, it was leaning up against the. It's it's probably just sitting in the garage with those other pictures because it was on the uh, high chair. Which, in the other house. Which, no, here. No, in uh, the other house. Okay, so that that's kind of cool too. We have this high chair that was you know has been well, used true. for generations and it was generations. Grand, yeah, your dad's side. Right on the fire side. Yeah. Wooden high chair. It was uh, your. It was your dad's high chair. And it's been used by every child. Every since child since then has used, used that high chair. Um, and we hope someday we'll have some grandchildren use that high chair. Um, so he, this is granddaddy, um, was a ham radio operator. And he talked to people all over the world. In fact, I think some, if it's genetic, some of my love of social media and sharing and interactive communication is probably you know, derived right from that side of the family. Well, um, mom, their whole family, all four of them, Uncle Ron, her younger brother, uh, who was born in like, he's like six years younger because he was born in 46. He's a baby boomer. Uh, Mom was born in 40. They all went to Mexico when mom was in high school. And I think mom was like a senior. And so I think Uncle Ron was in like sixth grade. They went to Hawaii on a cruise and there's stories about that. And then there's stories about the Mexico trip. Well, anyway, they were on a quest for the best margarita. This was my granddad. And so he came up with it and it has like seven ingredients. And so one, was that for 4th of July? We went over to your parents' house (laughs) and we were going to make, yeah, Aunt Kay was there. Was Fanchon and Landon were there too? Because they, was that when Landon took us in his Jeep to the fireworks? Oh, I guess so. I think it was. And so we made, Graham and Grammy was there and we made Grammy's margaritas and let me tell you what if you if you had one you were not probably legal to drive because they are we should make those again i think i wonder if i have that in mom's cookbook i think i do anyway that was a funny story one of the hunting stories that i remember grammy uh would tell me and it was proud of they had a little rv what was the name of their rv um had a name my my family kind of all named their cars different things and like we had Murphy was our was our RV that we had in Mississippi 
but anyway, they um, were camping somewhere, and it rained a lot, and they were surrounded by water. Like, the, they were up on a little rise, and so their RV was on dry land, but all around them was, was, um, was water. And so Granddaddy was a good enough shot that the doves would fly over, and he had to time his shot perfectly because he didn't have a dog or anything to retrieve. So the birds would actually fall on the dry land right next to the, the RV. Anyway, it's a story that I remember. So he was into like, you know, reloading his own shotgun shells. I think a lot of hunters probably were in that time. Um, And um, I wish I had gotten to know him better. He he died in a car accident. He was out scouting for uh, places to go dove hunting. And he was driving out east of Lubbock, uh, right outside of Floydata. And the coroner's report, you know, decided that he had... Uh, had a heart attack, and he um, had a hit-on collision with a tree. And it was interesting because he always believed that he would die of accidental death. And so he had way more insurance for accidental death versus natural death. And so that was kind of a financially significant thing that they ended up finding it. It was interesting. But uh, lots of memories with Grammy. Grammy was really a fireball. And uh, I wouldn't probably say this story if Mom was still alive and listening, but... Like, wow, could my mom ever draw out Grammy's, like, what would you even call it? Her, her fiery side. They would, they would just feisty. get feisty. They she would feisty. get each other, like, they would get upset at each other. Yes, and, and to a, and, and it wasn't, it wasn't great. But there were a lot of great things. Like, Grammy loved to cook. You know, she lived through the Depression. And so she was in this generation that saved all these things and, um, she, you know, grew up in Louisiana. She could cook wonderful gumbo. Um, great memories when I was um, at Reese. Oh, her cabbage rolls. That's right. Which I did terrible. I forgot. I forgot to put foil on top of them the last time I cooked them. So they, they were a little crunchy. They dried out. <laughs> but usually I've cooked them good. I haven't. I just hadn't done those in a long time. They're very simple. Um, well, my grandfather's favorite. <laughs> thing to say at the meal was i wonder what the poor folks are having tonight because he grew up like dirt poor and his family was cajun and that was in you know that's french um french cajun and so anyway being able to to rise and and uh just you know your dad too in terms of you know humble beginnings and going to college and you know seeing his children and grandchildren go to college it's just that's a pretty pretty big deal so um Grammy um, and I love to, ha- to cook steaks. So she had a little grill, charcoal. And so this is when I was in pilot training. And then afterwards, because um, I washed out of pilot training, and then I was asked to leave the Air Force in a story that I maybe will yeah, tell well, later. That's another podcast. That's another story. That's another. But anyway, it just gave us all this time. And so nothing was better than, you know, steaks with Montreal seasoning and a salad and... Uh, being able to enjoy that. One of my favorite pictures I think we got framed is is both of us laughing, you know, um, at her dinner table there. Because she lived in a cottage at what was John Knox Village and then became Carillon, which is a retirement community there in Lubbock. And so um, 
one of the memories always for the holidays was granddaddy working on our TV. He would always be behind the TV because this were the days of these console televisions with, with, with vacuum tubes and and he was an appliance repairman for quite a while and so he would always be fiddling with our tv to try to you know get the picture to be better or whatever and dad you know took all these different super 8 movies which have been converted we should do that this summer or this uh, christmas is watch some of those those christmas movies so lots of lots of good memories and and so much with food too you know and uh I remember somewhere, okay, this tape exists too. Mom, it, sort of without Grammy's knowledge, recorded her mm. on a cassette, and Grammy would refuse to talk if, like, the recorder was on. So one time, and this was probably after several highballs and a little fashions, uh, she would, like yeah, she really told a lot of stories. So somewhere, I think in our garage, I've got a box full of cassette tapes and CDs and older media. So we should dig that out. Um, but, uh, whatever. There was one other story I was going to tell about Grammy. Um, hmm. Um, do you remember, did your grandparents have pets? Or do you remember anything with relating to pets? Not my grandparents, but my mom and dad had, um. Dachshunds. I grew up with Heidi, who was a dachshund that, um, they had when I was young. But yeah. my grandparents didn't. Oh, cats. I think. I think my grandmother had some outside cats, never inside cats, but I'm pretty sure that they were strays that she just kind of fed and hung around the house. But yeah. yeah, they were, she was more of a cat person. We were more of dog people. My dad grew up, what was the name of his dog? He, he said it in his interview. It was a hunting dog that he went with. Um, and so he had a dog, but um, Grammy and granddaddy had boxers. And so Ginger was the one that I remember Oh, I remember pecans. Oh, and Coca-Colas. I remember staying with them because at one point, maybe it was when dad had started at Reese. They were uh, they were living in Abilene. Oh, I'm jumping all around. Um, anyway, they lived in Abilene and I think I started kindergarten there. I vividly remember Coca-Colas and that would have been the really good ones with sugar and everything. And then they had all these pecans in their yard that they would pick up. Um, but... Uh, well, and then you had Fred and Alice, too. And they were kind of yeah. like adopted grandparents. And Absolutely. you would go visit Fred and Alice. We should do a session about um, adopted family. Yeah. You know, just because we mm -hmm. can tell about Danielle and about Foo and about Fred and Alice. So we'll do, we'll do another episode to talk about them. Okay. So, all so right. let's talk about some um, updates. So we have a few updates for those of you. I mean, it's only a week, but kind of an update on me and my job. Um, so the lead teacher that I work with had um, a family emergency. And so I have been asked to step in as lead teacher, um, at least through the end of October. Um, and then they're going to redefine and kind of see. But that's kind of a step up. So I now have the full responsibilities of um, the lead teacher and I'm enjoying it. It's been fifth fun. Grade. Fifth grade science and language arts. And, um, I come home and I'm really tired again. Um, uh, but, um, I really enjoying it. It's been wonderful because I have a great relationship with the students. I am familiar with the curriculum. Um, um, my lead teacher and I are very similar in the way that we approach education. And, um, so it's, I'm playing catch up a little bit. Um, just, kind of getting my brain wrapped around 
lesson planning and all of that again but that's been a great update and it's going well and um comes with a little bit more money so i'll have a little bit more money for christmas and so that's always a good thing definitely so. and it's such a blessing mm-hmm. for us to ride to school together sure. i've really enjoyed just this week um you know just our conversations and being able to to be together for that for that time so i've really had a great week with the lessons that i'm teaching you know loving web design and coding along with my media literacy classes or, or computer apps classes uh, but funnel cake wise you know we are working on getting a funnel cake business going and so uh, we've got our business mailing address and uh, i think it was it weekend before last or whatever we got the equipment from our neighbors and then um, today picked up tables and got at Costco, you know, cooking oil and powdered sugar and napkins and plates. And um, basically, I think we just need now our business license and the mix. And we had talked to the uh, person at, we probably said this, at the farmer's market last, last weekend. So anyway, we're going to try to hopefully be able to do our, our first trial runs of the funnel cake business soon. And that that is going to be exciting. So what do we want to talk about for our Wonderlings and Wonderlings? You want to, for Wonderlings, you want to just talk about some podcasts that you like? That- yeah. Um, so I have, I am a big podcast listener. Um, I usually like to listen um, in the mornings when I'm getting ready or if Wes is, uh, if I'm driving, whoever drives gets to listen to their podcast. So if I'm driving, I listen to it in the car. But um, right now I'm listening to Oprah Winfrey's podcast. It's called Super Soul Sundays or Super Soul. Um, and this morning I was listening to her interview. I think it was from 2017 with um, then former Vice President Joe Biden and just kind of hearing his story and um, so much that I did not know. It's interesting. I was I told Wes, I said, it's so interesting um, to when you hear someone's story, you begin to put the pieces together and understand them. Um, anyway, he had um, a pretty incredible start to his life and his career and his yeah very tragic and um so I don't know it's just I really enjoy um hearing um the people that she interviews she interviews a lot of authors and really incredible authors and people um really digging into what it means to be human and um a lot of you know people's spiritual walk and mindfulness and gratitude and um anyway it's something that i've been listening to and really enjoying that's awesome um that reminded me of uh something that's sort of a synthesis of a whole lot of different influences but i um i've started it what i'm calling an inquiry project called heal our culture so I registered a domain healourculture.org this last week, and I've been setting up a. Um, set, I was originally just setting up a podcast to write down all these different books, and we will do. I I want to do a session. Oh, we're gonna. Rec- yeah, that's right. I'm gonna start. Oh. I'm gonna start a new podcast. Of course with, you are with Sarah. But I shall. Well, we all need is another podcast. Sure, but Sarah, um, it's going to be called Heal Our Culture, and we're gonna. Shelly, I think is gonna. Be in the first episode with me, and we're going to talk about this course, which we've we, what do we do week six this this um, yeah. Week? Actually, did you see that he the author's going to join us? No, yeah, the oh author's my gosh. joining us. It's so called. We need to, I mean, he's it's called just conf- be there for it's that. called confronting whiteness, and it yeah. is really powerful and really yeah, it's quite a quite an experience. 
But anyway, um, I like to listen to Ray Suarez on Shifting Ground. It used to be the World Affairs podcast. Um, of course, all kinds of things happening in Israel with the tragic attack by Hamas on October 7th and this impending ground war. Um, so I've been listening to different voices uh, with that. I like Post Reports, uh, which is from the Washington Post. I don't listen to this one all the time, but I had listened to a little bit of Al Jazeera English, the English Al Jazeera. Um, so anyway, I've listened to some different, you know, um, political, political ones, um, that are just about, you know, current affairs and global affairs. I love, 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 um, angry planet. Um, that is, is definitely one of my favorite ones. Um, and kind of related to that, actually, um, I'm going to be able to teach a six week online, uh, course, uh, in starting in January, um, which is going to be called sifting, what do we, what do we call it? Uh, not sifting for truth, um, sifting for media literacy, uh, amidst conspiracies and culture wars. And so anyway, that is, uh, something that we are, I am definitely looking forward to. That'll be good to, to build up to. All right. So those were some wonder links. Uh, did we say so we were going to do for our wonder link? We've already talked about in close Springs. What was it called? Forest trail coffee shop. That's where I was at Mint Hill this morning, and we need to go back there together. They have amazing savory pastries, and in addition to tasty coffees. So, Shelly, where can people get connected with you besides listening to your podcast? Oh, and I think my um, webpage has been updated recently. So, um, ShellyFryer.com, I think, slash podcast, you can find the link, um, or you can listen to it on any of the podcast channels that you like to listen to that's right and you can connect to Shelly on Facebook there which is her primary social media channel and I am like on seven (laughs) um with varying um levels of participation but um you can find all those at westfriar.com slash after so thank you very much for listening and tuning in listening to our memories of grandparents we hope that what we have shared has uh not just yeah yeah not just informed you but inspired you to well inspired you to have a conversation with your grandparents and and get some recordings and Mm -hmm. um talk to them about their stories and um save that for future generations absolutely because we have these amazing computers in our Mm -hmm. pockets and hey we should be doing very you know constructive and powerful things like telling stories to each other and recording things that we can share and pass along it's getting chilly so let's get going all right so we encourage you to go outside Stay curious. And have adventures. Until next time, take care. Wes and Shelley Share is a weekly podcast recorded and published on Sundays by Wesley and Shelley Fryer of Matthews, North Carolina. Learn more and find links to connect on social media to Wes and Shelley by visiting shellyfryer.com slash podcast. Content on this podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Only 3.0 license. The Wes and Shelley Share podcast is recorded and published with Anchor and distributed on all major podcast channels, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and more. Please share our show on social media and tell others about us. Let us know on Facebook or via other means what you like about the show, that you're listening, and if you have any suggestions for future episodes. Stay curious, go outside, and keep exploring.